Good morning, everyone. Or I guess it could also be afternoon or evening or the middle of the night for you. How have I been? What has been going on? Ooh, I saw so many good, good wildlife this week, last week. Uh, well, the past two weeks. I've been back at camp at work because one of the camp counselors had to go back to school. And so I jumped in and we obviously go on field trips with the kids. And the past two weeks that I've gone on field trips with the kids, we saw so many good things. One day we were at the beach and we saw a baby nurse shark. It was maybe three feet long. It was little. But it was funny because the lifeguard came down to, like, get everybody out of the water, obviously, and blew the whistle, started waving everybody in. Everybody was kind of like, what? Started coming in slowly, and then he made the, like, hand on the forehead shark symbol, and I was like, okay, children, everybody out of the water, let's go, let's go. And the other counselors were also doing that, and they are like, why? I was like, I'll tell you later. And then it was fun. We got to watch. It, the little baby shark was l- swimming right in. It was very flat, but like right where the water meets this, the beach. And it was very clear. So you could see it pretty well. And so we followed it down the beach for a little while. Um, and then I went and told a couple fishermen that it was coming so they could bring in their lines just while it passed. And then continued to have our beach time. So the kids got to see a wild nurse shark, which is very exciting. And then... This week on Wednesday, we went to a local state park that has like a boardwalk going over the intracoastal and in like a lagoon intracoastal situation. And we saw like six manatees. They're very cute. They were just kind of hanging out underneath the boardwalk. And there were like six of them, which you don't usually see a bunch of manatees together unless it's like the winter and it's a warm water space and a bunch of manatees are getting together just because that's where the warm water is. But especially in the summer when lots of water is warm, they don't typically come together like that in big groups. And so seeing six of them was awesome and very fun. A couple of them had some pretty gnarly boat strikes. So, you know, learning experience for the kids. The boats don't only impact the turtles. They also impact other marine life. Um, And then one had a bunch of barnacles on it, which is cool. And I have video, so I'll post it on the instagram so go ahead and follow the instagram at oceans of hope pod yeah and then i went paddleboarding yesterday and we saw some little turts at the intracoastal while i was paddleboarding and a kingfisher Been having some some good days which is amazing to have good days so good yeah that's the wildlife settings that we've had and yeah that's that's the catch-up that i've got for you guys for the episode let's get in to the episode shall we summer is coming to an end it's very sad but the school year is starting and honestly i'm not in school obviously um though i will be next year cross our fingers knock on wood done i really enjoy the back to school back to school season for myself for everybody but like I personally enjoy school obviously um seeing as I'm 
voluntarily voluntarily signing up for like five to seven more years of school <laughs> but i i love school i love school supplies school supplies shopping kind of like figuring out your schedule and how you're going to organize your days and get all of your school stuff done i love all of that and so i'm excited that it's back to school season but for the episode, I wanted to just talk about how to be a little bit more sustainable with our back to, back to school season. Because when school starts, typically people are buying a bunch of new things. We, have to, we are buying school supplies. We're buying new clothes. We're buying backpacks and lunchboxes and just all these things. And then we're also could be driving around more with parents needing to drop kids off at school or students needing to drive back and forth to class or whatever it is. So I just want to talk a little bit about how we can have a little bit more sustainable of a back to school season and kind of throughout the school year. And I have some content for this episode that is more geared towards kind of anybody and then some that's more specifically geared towards college students. So we'll go over everything. But the overarching theme I have for sustainability in the back to school season, which is honestly like overarching theme for sustainability in your life in general, is use what I have. Do I really need these new things? And I think that this is especially important around the back to school season because like when I was growing up, pretty much the only time that we like went clothes shopping was back to school we would get like new school clothes and I always loved I I do enjoy getting new things every so often and like getting to wear them and picking out your like first day back at school outfit and all that stuff is very fun but there are some ways that we can do it a little bit more sustainably right so the first rule is like if you don't need tons of back to school things don't get tons of back to school things for the clothes for example like You probably have pretty good clothes that you've still are able to wear. If you've grown out of things, obviously go get new things and stuff like that. But try to kind of think very intentionally about what you're getting and do I really need this? Am I going to wear this regularly? Stuff like that. Even if it's just like, oh, I don't need back to school clothes, but I want to get like a shirt or like one outfit for the first day of school. Like that's fine. Do it. But do like try and purchase new things a little bit less that being said if you want to go thrifting you want to do a little like clothing swap with your friends those are fun if you want to do back to school clothing swap would actually be so fun should we try and figure out a back to school clothing swap next year for the podcast anybody do like a clothing swap with your friends you could go online there are online thrift stores these days with like poshmark and thread up and depop you can do just regular old thrifting. Plato's Closet has used stuff. Like, it doesn't have to be new to the world. It can be new to you and be just as exciting. And that's going to be a little bit more sustainable because it's not going to be bringing new things into circulation. These things are already in circulation. It's just giving them a new life. You know, think of it as like charity for the clothes. You're giving it a new life. (laughs) Plus, you get new cute clothes. So there's that. But also on that same vein with like backpacks and lunchboxes and school supplies, really think about how much of this do I need new stuff? Do I need a new backpack? Like I had the same backpack for like the entirety of high school. And then I believe I got a new backpack when college started. And then I had 
a new and I had that backpack for pretty much the entirety of college and then when I started playing rugby I got a rugby backpack and that's the backpack that I've been using for years I I started playing rugby in the uh, beginning of 2020 January of 2020 and I still use it to this day, every day. That's the backpack that I bring to work, and it's the backpack that I bring on planes, and it's it's the backpack that I use. So, you don't need a new backpack every single year. Like, if it starts falling apart, yes, you need a new backpack. But if it still functions, you don't need a new backpack. It's It's still doing just as good as it was when you got it. So, think about that. Lunchboxes. I personally don't have a lunchbox. I probably should get a lunchbox at some point, but I don't have a lunchbox. I haven't had a lunchbox since middle school, elementary school. I don't know. In high school, we had an open campus, so I went to my mom's house for lunch a lot, and I didn't bring lunch. But same thing with a lunchbox. Obviously, if it's gross or it's falling apart or like whatever, like clean it out as best you can. If it's still too gross or falling apart, obviously, then you can get a new one. See if you can try and fix it. That would be fun, cool, thrifty. And then if you need a new one, get a new one. But try and like think about these things. Don't just because it's a new school school year, you don't need to get all new things. Like you already have things from last year. They've only, if you get new stuff every year, they've only been used for one year and then they've most likely been sitting for most of the summer. So like just use those. And then the cool thing about a lot of this sustainability stuff is it can help you save money as well. Yes, there are some like sustainable brands that are more expensive than regular brands. But if you think about over the lifetime of that garment, like it's probably going to last, it's probably built to last longer, to be used lots of different ways so you don't have to purchase as much. So the cost ends up working out. But for this stuff, like you already have some of it, right? You don't need to buy new ones. So it helps save money. And then for like school supplies, think about your folders and your binders. Those can just be reused year after year. You know, you take out the old stuff, you put in new paper, whatever. Like you can reuse folders and binders, obviously, if they're falling apart, you know, if you can't fix them or anything, like get new ones. But for, I probably honestly still have binders at home in my parents' house that I used in high school that are still perfectly functional. So you can reuse those folders and binders. Notebooks, I don't think I ever filled up a notebook with notes from a class ever in my school experience. I have notebooks that probably have like three different classes worth of notes in them. So see if you can reuse your notebook. Maybe you don't wanna reuse your notebook for notes in a specific class. But maybe you do. Maybe you want to like use your math notebook from last year and have your math notes in it this year as well. And then you have, you know, some of those notes from last year still in the notebook. So you can go back and refer to them if you need to. So reuse your notebooks. The notebook that I have, I use to write down podcast episodes. Literally, this notebook is such a funny collection of things because I got it in like high school when I first started a blog because I wanted to blog I've the amount of time that in my years growing up that I did things that were similar to podcasting or like blogging and it just never stuck with it is it's so much so the fact that I have a podcast now really makes sense to me um but I had a blog it was called extraordinary thoughts of an ordinary girl 
And this notebook is the notebook that I got for, I think for that. It also has on the front, it has FFA state officer stuff. So ideas, inspiration, scenarios, notes, tips, and tricks, because I wanted to apply for state office. I have notes from like, I don't even know so many things. I have notes from, I don't even know what that is. Um, <laughs> I have notes from, from my blog, obviously. I have notes from like a escape room I did online some empty pages, some notes from like other blog posts that I was making. I have notes from when I was making my website on kind of different categories and how to organize things. I have information. This one is good. This is cutting down on my waist. Like I, there's so many things in this and it's like blog stuff and notes from webinars that I've gone to notes from interest groups, notes from job interviews. I have econ homework that I had to like draw graphs and things in this notebook. Lots of econ graphs actually, more econ graphs. I have math notes, just so many random notes. And then we get to the podcast stuff and then I have a bunch of podcast stuff. And then the very back of this is like, homework from a math class I took in college so this notebook has seen some things there's lots going on in this notebook and I've had it for years I was running I was planning on running for state office in my senior year of high school so I've had this notebook for maybe seven years and it's still I'm still using it and I'll use it until I run into the math in the back of the notebook for podcast stuff and then I'll get another one so like Use your notebooks. It can have a collection of things. And then it's kind of fun to look back through all the different random things that you have in your notebooks, which is kind of fun. So reuse your notebooks, pens and highlighters and things. You probably don't need all brand new ones for the new school year. Personally, like I said, I really enjoy buying school supplies and pens and pencils and things. So like maybe you get like one set of new pens just for fun and then just use a bunch of other things. So like, again, The motto of this episode is use what you already have and be very intentional about purchasing new things. And a lot of the school supplies are the same year after year. Or like if you have kids and they're in elementary school and like one is going to middle school and the other is going to elementary school, like they can use their siblings' crayons, you know? Or like reuse, just try and reuse things as much as we can. It's very doable. And like I said, saves money as well as being more sustainable. Another really good thing to think about for anybody, but this one is kind of more specifically geared towards kids who are still living at home with their parents, so not necessarily college students. Think about how we're getting to and from school. You know, there you can walk if you live close. That would be really cool. You can bike if you live maybe slightly farther away, but still close enough. Take the bus. The bus is always a great option because lots of kids get on that bus and it's more sustainable than every single one of those kids driving with their parents carpool have like a little carpool group and then switch off maybe there's like five moms that want to carpool you switch off and everybody has one day a week and then you have to take kids to school one day a week like these are things that you can do that just help cut down on the number of cars that are driving to these schools which will not only be more sustainable for the planet But the length of car lines can be insane. The school, the public schools in Palm Beach County started last week. And when I was driving to work 
on the morning of the first day of school and I was going down the road and I was like, why are all of these cars stopped in that lane? Like, why is nobody moving? And then I got to this one road and I know that there's an elementary school just down the road. And I was like, aha, it's the car line. So if you're carpooling more, then those car lines are not going to be as long. And then everybody will be happier, including the people that are not bringing their kids to school. So just a thought, carpool. Yes. So that is kind of my advice for just general school stuff. And then I have some kind of more college specific suggestions because obviously college is the last level of schooling that I have participated in. Um, And I think college is a really, I personally loved college. It was a great time, but I think it's also really cool time for us as individuals when we go off to college for the first time to really like be able to start making some of these decisions for ourselves like we get to figure out how we are going to take our notes and what we're going to use most of the time college professors don't care how you take your notes whereas high school teachers sometimes do or like they don't let computers or whatever in in the classroom but college professors don't care about that stuff they kind of trust you to like if you're in this class it's up to you to pay attention and do the things and so you can really start to formulate these ideas and habits and figure out how you want to work around getting your own school supplies for the next four years, which is really cool. So, and also you're moving to a new place for usually for a lot of us, the first time we're moving to a new place all by ourselves. So when you're packing for those things, you always need less than you think you need. Like the key things, mattress topper, always a good idea. And then obviously like sheets and bedding and things, um, and then like something to hold your clothes in. Although a lot of dorm rooms have dressers and closets in them. So you don't need that as much. But you always need less than you think you need. When it, Especially when it comes to like food making things. And especially your freshman year. Like you're probably not living in an apartment. You're living in the dorms. You're probably going to have a meal plan. You're going to go to the dining hall most of the time. You're not going to necessarily be cooking for yourself. So you don't need to have the, like, I did have a smoothie blender and I did enjoy my smoothie blender for breakfast and stuff. But, like, you don't need all the things. Or, like, you and your roommate can share blender, microwave, mini fridge, like, share those things, you know? You don't need individually all of them but you in general you need less than you think you need every year I went back to school I brought less stuff (laughs) so you always need less than you think you need and then textbooks obviously can be expensive like very expensive and also you're gonna use this textbook maybe for a quarter sometimes the professors are like get this textbook and then you never actually use it very annoying when they do that But you're using your textbook for maybe a quarter or a semester, right? So maximum like 15 weeks or whatever a semester is. I don't know. So see if there are options to get it used. Maybe there's an ebook option. Then you can just download it online. Sometimes you can find free PDF versions of your textbooks online. But like if you are going for the hard copy book, you're going to the bookstore First of all, try not to go to the bookstore because the bookstore stuff is always expensive. But like look on your campuses. I'm sure your university has like a free and for sale Facebook page and students are probably trying to sell their textbooks and it's going to be cheaper than buying them at the gift store at the bookstore. And also then you're getting them used 
and so it'll be more sustainable. So try and get them used or secondhand from the bookstore if you can't get them online or if you just don't want to get them online, which is totally understandable. I would always purchase my bookstore at Stanford had used books on the shelves and you could buy used books and use those. And then oftentimes you could sell them back to the bookstore at the end of the quarter. So see if that's an option for you. Like you can purchase a book and then sell it back. You're not going to be able to sell it back for all of the amount of money that you bought it for, but you can sell it back for at least some money back. So you're saving some money, you're getting some money back, you're selling it back to the bookstore so that they can sell it to other kids next year and just keep those textbooks in circulation. If the professors are still using the same edition year after year, there's no need for us to be buy- for all of us to be buying brand new books every single time. You know? Like get a used one. Also, like I said, you're not going to need the book beyond the class if that. I think I have maybe like two textbooks that I have kept from college and they're both like ecology textbooks or one is one I honestly I I didn't get for a class I got for my honors thesis and it's like a R for ecologists. It helps with doing stats in R and in Python, which is so useful. But I have like I have like two textbooks that I kept and then everything else I sold back to the bookstore. So check out if your bookstore buys books back because that is awesome. And if they don't, I'm sure your university has a free and for sale Facebook page. And then at the beginning of the next semester or next quarter, you can just sell your textbooks to another kid that's in that class. There's always going to be kids that are in that class. And then again, reiterating things, but use what you already have first. Walk, bike, skate around campus. Stanford's campus is big, so all of us were usually biking or skating. And honestly, I thoroughly enjoyed my time biking to class. Or for the little while that I didn't have a bike, I was using my skateboard, my longboard. But like, I really did enjoy my time biking to class. It is a little bit more kind of meditative than I think driving is. You get outside you get a little bit of exercise, you're biking to class. It's annoying when it's raining outside, that's definitely true, but if it's not raining, like biking, walking to class is just so nice and it kind of allows you to, to process things, have a little bit of a reset, and then obviously you're not driving your car as much. I did not have a car in college and I don't think it's super necessary for most college students to have a car. For some of us, Yes, it's more necessary if you are a commuter or if your college campus is very spread out and you're not necessarily living close to campus. At Stanford, you live on campus pretty much all four years. So that is not an issue. But so many campuses are good at, even if they are more spread out, having a bus that goes around campus and you can take it to different places. You can use a bike. Um, You can get an electric bike or scooter or skateboard or whatever but like you don't need a car for the daily life at school in college you just don't unless you live like off campus and it's far away right and personally I think more of life in general should be like that but it's not super realistic with the way that we have things set up right now in and in terms of infrastructure and 
cities and towns and that's fine it should be worked on but whatever but especially in college like you don't need a bike you don't need a car you need a bike you just bike around places it's great and then like if you do want to make things look different freshen them up kind of make them a little bit unique for each class you can tell them apart for your binders or your folders or your notebooks or whatever that you're reusing, you can DIY things, you know, get a little Elmer's glue, water it down, use that to like glue stuff onto your notebooks. You can make collages or prints offs and put them in the sleeves on the front of a binder, like love that stuff. And then for like desk organization, I have tin can, a soup can, that I use to hold like pens and pencils and things. And you can wrap it in paper. Again, water down Elmer's glue, paint stuff on. You can do a little collage. Like that's so fun. And it's a fun activity that you have to do. Gets you kind of a little bit in the school spirit without being like homework yet. And it's just like, that's free. You're going to buy the soup anyway and eat it. And then just use the can for your pens and pencils and things. And it'll be great. So those are things that you can do to help make things feel a little bit more fun, funky, fresh for the beginning of the school year, even though you're reusing stuff from last year, which is fun and sustainable. And that's all I have for you guys today. So your action item is to just do one of these things at the beginning of the school this year, or if you're not in school, like when you're thinking about getting your next kind of supplies for work see if there's something that you can reuse or something like that but that is your action item do one of these things whether that's using a notebook from last year or a binder or a folder whether that's walking to school more often or biking to school more often whether that's not getting new clothes for your back to school clothes and going to the thrift store or Poshmark or ThreadUp or anything like that These are all amazing options for you to not only save money, but be more sustainable and like still be able to get in the school spirit, but in a little bit more sustainable way. So that's all I have for you today. Let me know how your beginning of school starts. I am so excited to be back with all of you in um, the school spirit when I go back to grad school. Very excited. Um, And... Don't forget to follow the pod on Instagram and TikTok at Oceans of Hope Pod and share this episode with a friend or family member if you enjoyed. If you have somebody in your family or friend group that's going back to school, if you're not, send it to them and let's have a wonderful, sustainable back to school season. Mm-hmm.